When Adam sinned, his innocence was lost. His eyes were opened. He brought a curse on himself and the earth, and he separated himself from a perfect relationship with God. Another man would be required to redeem the situation, an anointed man, a second Adam, a Messiah. This Messiah would be needing to atone for the sin of Adam and all who walk after him, reconcile the relationship between man and God, and restore all things from curse to blessing. The notion of the Messiah in the Hebrew Bible, which Christians naively named the Old Testament, was and is mainstream theological thinking. In fact, in Jesus' day, the Jews were expectant of a Messiah because of the many prophecies about this mysterious figure, including Daniel's 70 weeks of years, whose timeline would indicate this Messiah to appear in their very lifetimes. Many false prophets have come and gone throughout the centuries, from the likes of Bar Kochba, who led a revolt against Rome, founding a short-lived Jewish state in the second century, Moses of Crete, who fatally led people into the sea in the fifth century, Zabbatai Zevi of the 17th century, an Ottoman Jew who claimed to be the Messiah but then converted to Islam, Jacob Joseph Frank of the 18th century, who claimed to be the reincarnation of King David, David Shaler, a former MI5 agent and whistleblower who declared himself to be the Messiah on the 7th of the 7th, 2007. Even today, people claim to be the Messiah or the Jesus of the Bible who have secretly returned, like Alan Miller in Australia. These and scores of others are not the Messiah the Bible speaks of. Christians hold to the truth that Jesus of Nazareth, spoken of in the Bible, is the Messiah. First off, he claims to be the Messiah. A woman said, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called the Christ. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Many agreed. Andrew said to his brother Peter, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. So what evidence is there that Jesus of Nazareth was and is the Messiah? Prophecies throughout the Bible detail who this Messiah would be, how he would live, where he was from, how he would die. For example, the Messiah would be born at Bethlehem, be born of a virgin, be from the tribe of Judah, come riding on a colt, arrive before the destruction of the second temple, before miracles of healing, be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver, be tortured to death, be marred beyond human semblance. He would be pierced through his hands and through his feet. He'd be buried in a rich man's tomb. He'd be silent at his arrest and trial, resurrected to life from death. He would bring good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to the captives. He'd be called God's son. He'd be the rejected cornerstone. Nearly 300 references to 61 specific prophecies. Only Jesus fulfills all the prophecies of the Messiah. It's not as if anyone could attempt to fulfill these things through their own will. You can't control how you, where you're born, how you would die. It's been calculated the probability of one man fulfilling just eight of these prophecies is one to the 21st power, or one in one zero 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 a lot of zeros. Jesus has a stainless character. They had nothing on him. Even today, not many people have anything bad to say about his character. He lived by the law of Moses. Peter said, in him there is no deceit. And when you put under pressure, that's when you find out about someone's character. 
And on the cross in utter agony, Jesus said about the people who were doing it to him, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Even the officers did a U-turn when commanded to bring Jesus to the chief priests and Pharisees. They declared, no one ever spoke like this man. Jesus' phraseology of, I am, I say, I will, is unlike any other person in history. Here's a few I ams. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door of the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth and the life. I am the true vine. If one of my friends said, I am the true vine, I'd suggest they'd been smoking something similar. (laughs) Yet his company said, yes, you are. And yet he wasn't known for his ego, but rather his meekness. There was no pride of learning or show of scholarship, yet a divine royalty about the dogmatism of Jesus. Unlike Kochber, Zevi, Frank, and every other false messiah of the past, they have died, but Jesus resurrected to life. How do you explain it? A tomb with a huge stone rolled over it, with a Roman seal and guards watching over it. The Romans wanted to make sure no rumours started about Jesus. Did they just hide the body somewhere? Why didn't they just produce the body and then prove he wasn't alive? The apostles went to torturous deaths to say they saw him resurrected. If they had somehow stole the body themselves, surely one would tell them, hey, it's buried in my backyard. Over 500 people on 11 different occasions saw him alive after his crucifixion. Were they all having the same hallucination? It's impossible. After 40 days with them, they witnessed his ascension into the clouds away to heaven. And Jesus said, touch me, see, flesh and bones as you see I have. He walked and talked, he ate with them. If it wasn't the resurrection, what was it that started the explosion of Christianity across the globe? Unlike Shayla or Miller or any other self-titled Messiah today, Jesus did miracles for everyone to see. The crowd said, when the Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? He commanded the wind and the waves. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. He cast out demons and he forgave sins only as God would do. John penned, now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Nathaniel said to Jesus, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. He was the son of God. He spoke and acted as though he knew nature and people and angels and demons and the mysteries of life and the universe. He predicted his own death and resurrection. He said, before Abraham was, I am, and I and the father are one. John said, I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. And when Peter said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus affirmed, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world, Jesus avowed. The high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God, tell us if you are are the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus said to him, you have said so, but I tell you from now on, you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Here, Jesus is citing Daniel 7, declaring himself to be not just the Son of God, but also the Son of Man who comes on the clouds of heaven. 
and peoples and nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. <laughs> he claimed to be the Son of God and the Son of Man. He has two natures, divine and human, conjoined in one person. Though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. In the law of Moses, when a man became poor and in debt, the next of kin, related by blood, could redeem that person. Jesus, the Son of God, became the Son of Man, that is God incarnate, taking on bodily, fleshly form, so that he could be related to us by blood. In doing so, he could function as our kinsman redeemer and rescue us from our debts of sins. Jesus paid our debt by taking our place on death row and bearing our sin on the cross. Christians proclaim the New Testament scriptures as revealing the Messiah to be Jesus of Nazareth. He was prophet, priest and king all in one, the Son of God, fully God, the Son of Man, fully human. Why didn't the majority of Jews accept Jesus as their Messiah? They couldn't see the two-peak prophecy. They couldn't see the mystery of the two comings of Messiah with two millennia separating them. Paul reveals a partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Until is the key word here. Then one day soon, they will know Jesus as their Messiah and King. As he speaks through the prophet Zechariah, when they look on him, on him whom they have pierced, they shall mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and weep bitterly over him as one weeps over a firstborn. Then Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth, will establish his kingdom and reign as their king along with all those who have faith in his name. <laughs>